listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Tuesday, the 26th of April. This is a recap brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Michael. Hey, Jose. How's things? Oh man, they're so good. It's so glad to have you. Uh, so glad to have you back on the old recap train. Here you, uh, yep. here you had uh, quite a run-in with Mother Nature over the long weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We um, uh, went down to Queenstown to visit my family who lives down there, um, which, as you can imagine, was a real hardship. And um, uh, there was some, we missed all the good weather over Easter and we came down shortly afterwards and found ourselves in a power outage due to the force of the thunder and lightning that we had. Pretty wild. Did you get a Ferg burger, mate? Did you get a Ferg burger into here? <laughs> No, I didn't actually. Um, that's are we on? That's a that's a conf, that's a terrible confession, isn't it? I have to confess, <laughs> I've never actually done that. Um, but but one day, mum um, living down there, plenty of plenty of reasons to go back. So um, so one day, I'm you'll sure you'll get there one day, and you'll tell me all about it, and it'll be a lovely lovely moment between the two of us. I can't wait. <laughs> Let's uh, crack on. Lots to talk about, as per usual. Okay, so not going to beat around the bush on this one. Elon Musk is back, uh, and this time he's bought Twitter. Um, there's an asterisk next to that, but uh, but we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. I've heard heaps about this. Very hard to avoid this news today. Yeah, exactly. It's It's been pretty much everywhere, and um, no doubt especially all over Twitter. So he knew that Elon had made an offer and Twitter was thinking about using what they were calling a poison pill to stop the takeover. And it was looking like the deal was maybe off. What happened after that? Yeah, that's right. So like it basically comes down to what some have called the fundamental principle of capitalism, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a legal, a legal principle, uh, which is that the directors of a company must act in the best interests of that company's right. shareholders. So initially when Elon made his first offer, uh, Twitter's board uh, put their pill, poison pill in place to stop the takeover because they weren't necessarily convinced that Elon buying Twitter would be in the company's best interest um, or rather in the shareholders' best interests. Uh, but clearly they've they've changed their minds about that this morning because they've now accepted his offer of around 44 billion US dollars at a share price of $54.20 per share, um, which is a pretty good offer really, 38% um, premium on the share price as it was before Elon started buying up his shares a couple of weeks ago. And those are some big numbers as we uh, used to on Recap, but companies get bought and sold all the time, don't they? I mean, how big of a deal is this really? Yeah, well, you're absolutely right about there being some big numbers. In a literal sense, it really is a big deal in the sense that it's the largest deal to take a listed company private in, a, uh, in at least the past 20 years. Um, but more generally for the people involved, it's pretty massive. Uh, I'm thinking about this in three categories this time. So we've got your employees, your Twitter users, and your shareholders. 
Um, in terms of the employees, Twitter had an all-hands staff meeting today where emotions were pretty mixed. Twitter's CEO, Parag Agrawal, uh, said at the meeting that some of you are concerned, some of you are excited, and some of you are waiting to see how this goes. I know this affects all of you personally. Elon hasn't announced any restructuring plans yet, but it's pretty common to make staffing changes with an acquisition like this. So that might happen in the future if the deal goes ahead, but it's, it's all a bit of a question mark for the employees at this point. Uh, in terms of Twitter users, um, it's all pretty exciting, really. When Elon announced the deal, he said he wants to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans, which is some pretty lofty, lofty statements. Um, I don't think anyone except Elon really knows quite what they will look like in practice, but Twitter could end up being pretty different this time next year to what it is now. Uh, and then lastly, just on uh, how this affects shareholders, it really depends on how they feel about his offer. Um, they'll be the ones that are paid out by Elon if the, if the whole thing goes ahead at the share price of $54.20. Um, and it really depends on how they had forecast Twitter's share price. Uh, it could be either a good deal if they, if they thought that it wasn't going to go much higher than it is now, or it could be a bad deal if they thought it was going to increase a lot. Um, and it's really up to each shareholder to decide. Um, but otherwise, in terms of the big dealness of it all, if you don't use Twitter and you don't work for Twitter and you don't own any Twitter shares, you can probably just go back to doom scrolling Instagram and not worry too much about it. Oh, thank goodness about that. But that, so, does Elon own Twitter as of today, or are there more shenanigans to come? Yeah, so this is the asterisk I mentioned earlier. Um, uh, it's a little premature to say that he actually bought Twitter today. Uh, really what's happened is that the board of Twitter has given approval to start the acquisition process, which is a lot more complex than just handing over a check for $44, $44 billion and walking away with the keys to Twitter. Uh, there's still several, at least several months worth of work to do, lots of opportunities to call the whole thing off and undoubtedly shenanigans galore. This definitely isn't going to be the last that this is in the news. The main hurdle that they'll need to get over uh, at some point in that process is that Twitter's shareholders, and which actually includes Elon with his 9% stake, uh, will need to vote uh, whether to let the whole thing go ahead. Um, if a majority vote no, then the sale actually just doesn't happen, at least not this time around. About the only thing that we can really be certain of right now is that all the bankers and lawyers working on this are um, rubbing their hands together Scrooge McDuck Scott style and yeah. are about to make a lot of, a lot of money. Thanks very much for that breakdown, Michael. Uh, it's time for some news from the NZX and QEX Logistics has been delisted from the exchange. There's a whole heap of reasons a company might be delisted. It might have been brought up by another entity like Twitter might be, or it might be put into receivership. So what's the story here? Yeah, well, this is a bit of a saga lasting uh, a year or more. Now, uh, if you don't know, QEX is a freight company uh, that moves online purchases to China. In 2020, the company reported a $4 million half-year loss after millions of dollars worth of stock was lost from a warehouse in Shanghai. And then in February last year, QEX was placed in a trading hold by Regco. Regco, for anyone who doesn't know, is the NZX uh, regulator. It monitors and enforces market rules for people that participate uh, on the NZ exchange. Uh, why did it place QEX in a trading hold? 
Well, most of its board resigned after the company failed to meet debt repayments. It was reported that three directors walked out because of differences with Ronnie Shui, the CEO and the only current remaining director. Redco suspended trading because it said the company didn't meet listing rules, which says you have to have a certain amount of people on a board. Since then, it's been censured and fined several times for continually breaching disclosure obligations. Uh, this is various types of information listed companies have to announce to the exchange under NZX rules. Bugger. So has it been delisted now? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Late on Friday last week, Redco said it would cancel QEX's listing and its quotation of shares. As a result, this means QEX shareholders won't be able to review QEX shares in their portfolio or trade them. They also won't receive any compensation for the delisting. Now, I had a chat with Oliver Mander about this. Oliver is the CEO of the New Zealand Shareholders Association. He has been following the story from the beginning, and he says it was an unusual and difficult situation. It's a really difficult position that NZX Ridgeco were, were in. It's, it's unprecedented. I can't think of any other time when a company just ignored listing rules. So, so NZX Ridgeco's action is ultimately understandable uh, in the context of the limited authority that they do have to make enforcement against their rules. And I've got no doubt that the initial action that NZX Ridgeco took did actually protect um, potential shareholders from buying the shares. And f in terms of uh, any investors out there, I mean, what, what uh, do they have any recourse now? What is the next steps for them? Yeah, and we're trying to work that out for ourselves right now, to be really honest. Yeah. Um, and we have done for some time. So we have had some contact with uh, Ronnie Joy, who is the CEO of NZX and the sole remaining director. Mm. Um, we would favour dialogue between Ronnie Joy and uh, the company shareholders more directly, and that will improve the level of transparency. But really, I think in this case, um, I, I would encourage uh, investors to actually contact the FMA with their concerns, the Financial Markets Authority, so uh, the FMA can actually have a good look at, at what has occurred um, in, in the case of QEX. Okay, so your advice if, you, if, you, if you're a shareholder is maybe talk to the FMA? I, I think so, and that, that would be the next level of recourse at this point. Um, and certainly we're, we're, we are doing that as well. But really, I think the other thing to be prepared for is that the sh if there is any residual value in the shares, they are unlikely to be worth anything like what their market value was at the time that QEX was suspended from trading. So I just think shareholders need to be prepared for that. Oliver Manda from the New Zealand Shareholders Association there. There are contact details for the NZSA and the FMA in the episode description should you want to get in touch. What have you got for us to finish up Tuesday, Jose? Well, what I have is the mobile payments company Pushpay. It says it's received offers to buy the business. It informed the NZX this morning that several non-binding offers and expressions of interest have been made from third parties. Oh, interesting. So who's got their wallet out? Pushpay has not said, but it has appointed the investment bank Goldman Sachs to wrangle the offers. The company also said that there's no certainty that any of this will result in a deal. The company also reaffirmed, reaffirmed its pro profits forecast for the year 
Pushpay expects its underlying earnings will be somewhere between 61.5 and 63.5 million American dollars. A year ago, they reported 57.6 million in earnings. So what's their share price looking like now? Uh, it opened today after the long weekend at $1.27, up from $1.04 on Friday's close. It reached $1.31 before sliding to $1.23 at time of recording. And that means that was a recap for the 26th of April. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'd love you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesthese.co.nz. And if you like, you can also leave a voice message. There's a link on how to do that in the episode description. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow. Mate, Bye.